Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 74 of the Life Short Live Free podcast. I'm your host, Sam. To my left, we have Box, and to to his left, your right, directly across the table from me, downfield would be Johnson. Ah, it is a, uh, what is it? It's kind of a chilly Sunday morning. Not not as horrible as it has been. The weather's not been terrible. It's but. supposed to be nice today, actually. It's warming up out there already. It's almost yeah, 30 get, degrees, I think. Get rid of some of this freaking snow, hopefully. The old two inches that we got. <sighs> I wish we would have got a lot more. There's got to be a joke. We need a lot more moisture than that. There's got to be a joke. It's winter. We don't need moisture. Yeah, we do. No, we don't. Dude, There's I got, no crops growing. It's fine. I got cracks in the I thought you dirt. were going to say crabs. <laughs> and that was the second time I got crabs. <laughs> <laughs> like around the barn where the chickens have taken all the grass off, there's cracks in the dirt that are like, they spider along for like 25 feet, and they're probably two, two and a half inches wide and probably like a foot deep. Everything is so there. dry. Yeah. Well, turn your sprinklers on, dumbass. <laughs> Right. So the chickens have large talons. <laughs> Some. <laughs> so how'd you guys America this week? Any 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 Americing? I had a good one and I forgot what it was. I, I, it I must not have been that good. I totally married this America this America? week, but I forgot. I forgot one. I don't was. know. The most American thing I did is I spent a few hours down here f-ing around, improving things so we can continue bringing the good American people the great the good A-con word bringing the good freedom. the good word of freedom. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be we're gonna turn turn into the Church of Freedom. Yeah, we're we'll, gonna be we'll like start, we'll start broadcasting live on the, Sunday mornings. The Freedom Disciples. We're like <laughs> the, the Jehovah's Witnesses of of freedom. Excuse me. Do you have a moment to discuss the good word of freedom? Oh my God, dude, that's an excellent that's an excellent video idea. Actually, you're going door to door. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and it and is. we could have we could we could partake every you know instead of the instead of the blood of Christ you could do the <laughs> the, the whiskey. whiskey of freedom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be struck down now. So that was probably in you some are form going to be spited, <laughs> sacrilegious or whatever. Maybe uh, we should probably do that. Maybe we should bleep that out so nobody steals our idea before. Yeah, before we get to it, because I'm sure we'll be like next year before we get. <laughs> Just sounds July like 2023. That yeah. video will be coming. Yeah, John <laughs> Johnson. How about you? You do any any American this week? Oh, nothing too particular. No. <sighs> I you know since you wanted me to speak of this book, you know I yeah we got a we got a book on the table. Yeah, no? this is uh, we're educated. <laughs> this is a book that I try to read. As much as possible on. I've been trying to read more on like uh, history and how like um, I read something. I think it was like an Instagram post or something about how people should study like uh, guerrilla warfare and past uh-huh. past conflicts and things like that and study how battles were won and things like that just so you can have that knowledge in the back of your brain. Just in case you get a guerrilla warfare or somebody. Yeah. So. Yeah. Fair enough. I just I I always have found the American Revolution interesting and in, yeah like in the in the right context I mean just like reading about it in a boring ass textbook but as Johnson pointed out there's lots of pictures and there is colorful. lots of colorful pictures in <laughs> this book it's like a four hundred and something page book it's pretty cool but you were saying you read it with your boy yeah so I actually I have this copy that's mine and then they make um they're called like DK eyewitness books. Mm-hmm. And they're like more geared towards kids. Mm-hmm. So I also have the American Revolution version of like the little kids version of the American Revolution book like this. What's this one called? 
Um, it's Smithsonian. Mm. It's just from the Smithsonian. Um, like DK Smithsonian, and they they have them on all kinds of stuff. I mean, this DK place makes kids versions and adult versions of like any conflict you can think of. Um, and it, basically anything history. Mm-hmm. They're pretty cool. So that's good. That's I think that's important to because uh, I you know a lot of schools are are not properly teaching you know kids the you know the ways of freedom like they should be. So yep. I think that's they're uh, not spreading good. the good word of freedom. Right. Not spreading the good word of freedom. <laughs> Speaking of history, uh yeah, I went to um last week, last Sunday, we had a it was a non podcast Sunday, so we went over we were looking for shit to do and it was cold out, so we went to the Sioux City Museum, which I'm just like fucking shoot me now because <laughs> museums are boring as shit to me. But actually it was pretty it was pretty interesting. I did I did wind up enjoying it. You know, there's a lot of interesting stuff in there. Um uh, anywhere from back, you know, hundreds of years ago, ago to, you know, just, you know, in the, in the eighties, nineties, you know, shit like that. So it was, I found it, I found it interesting and it's just cool to see, like they had a, um, a firefighter set up in there, you know, an actual fully restored, you know, truck where they used to ride on the outside of mm-hmm. it and all that good shit. You know, it's interesting to go in there and see, and that's kind of been a topic for the last, you know, several podcasts, you know, see how people you know how lived. things have changed right yeah. you know and now you're supposed to be you got to be in the cab of the fire truck you know strapped in and according to osha and all this shit you know it used to be back then they're just riding on the fucking outside of it hanging when it was on like, the side of a rail it's like yeah. eight degrees outside and they're just cruising down you know on the outside yeah. but yeah that so it was it was kind of interesting i did i did wind up enjoying it so well and sioux city has a lot of interesting history too they did they do and they were talking about one thing i didn't realize the floyd river flooded um years and years ago and i don't remember how long ago this was but it it, i mean that was a huge deal and winded up i think it was like uh, the livestock area you know yeah the uh, the sioux city cattle yards they ended up wiping a bunch of that out um, and that was actually why they they redug the Floyd River and rerouted it, which I didn't realize. Yeah. Um, Do you know that? Like, I think it was well Sioux City and South Sioux, but I think South Sioux in general was called like Little Chicago for a while. Oh, really? It was completely run by the mobs and shit for a long time. Yeah, it was hmm. a pretty a pretty nasty place for quite a while. Interesting. Yeah, Sioux City. It does have a lot of interesting history. Um. The the only guy to die on the Lewis and Clark podcast or Lewis and Clark podcast <laughs> expedition. expedition. Um, they were big podcasters. That's a little known fact. That <laughs> was really it, what they're famous for. Was it the only or the first? The Sergeant Floyd. Yeah. Um, he died in Sioux City, and then they buried him. And then a while after, it was like a couple dozen years after, the bank was eroding so far they had to move him. And then mm-hmm. at another point, that's when they built the Sergeant Floyd Memorial on that big ass, you know, thing that looked like the Washington Monument or whatnot. Yep. Just cool history. You know, I, I did. It's not something that I want to do every Sunday, but right. the girlfriend loves that sort of, sort of shit. So it was kind of interesting, I guess. Boy, you are whipped. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> you got to do what you got to do, you know. Yep. But um, yeah, with that, you know, enough enough boring talk. How about how about we uh, dive on into the uh, whiskey of the week? I did actually pick this up. Um, was it last week? I picked this up a while ago. Normally these things are are last minute, but uh, 
This one here. Because I can't think a week ahead. <laughs> all right. This one here is called Larceny. What do we What do we got there, Box? Who's John E. Fitzgerald? Well, read. I suppose it'll tell you, huh? Mr. This just says his weakness was fine bourbon. It doesn't really. Well, it explains. As a a treasury agent, who at the time was the only person legally allowed to carry keys to the rickhouses. What the fuck are rickhouses? I assume they made liquor in them. He gave in to temptation, freely taken from the best barrels in each rickhouse. Those that contain weeded bourbon, bourbon made with wheat instead of the traditional rye. I'm glad they had to elaborate on that. These eventually became known as the distillery as Fitzgerald Barrels. Now, Larceny Bourbon honors both the superb taste of this lawless treasury agent and the legacy of the old Fitzgerald brand. What is Larceny, exactly, as opposed opposed to... Because isn't Larceny just like theft, burglary? What's the difference? Grand Larceny. What's the difference in... Larceny and and stealing. Larceny is theft of personal property. How? So it's just a fancy fucking term. It doesn't really mean any, much. anything different than like. Okay, you know, so well, theft is the action or crime of stealing. Huh. Says the famous bourbon brand Old Fitzgerald was named for John E. Fitzgerald, who, according to a family biography of Pappy Van Winkle. May have been a rather more colorful character than we imagine. Fitzgerald, it seems, is a bonded treasury agent. One of the only people to carry keys to the storage warehouses. Apparently, he also had a taste for the very finest bourbons and didn't mind helping himself. It was this infamous character with the fine palate who was immortalized by the brand back in the 1880s. <laughs> I love the ones with the with the pop tops. You guys know this. This says theft is an umbrella term that includes all different kinds of criminal stealing, and larceny is considered one type of stealing under the general category of steal of theft. <laughs> That I, I don't understand, but all right. Sounds good. Uh, this is like, uh, what is this, 90 proof? I believe. Yes. 92. Yeah. 90. Or 46% for the lay, lay person. For the lay person. Boy, you really Which made a us. mess of that. Guy. Yeah, I didn't really. I'm, I'm, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> good comeback. <laughs> I'm not, it's not a good, You're stupid. It's not stupid. a good horror. <laughs> um, let's see. Well, I mean, drink it your whiskey, like, asshole. Smells like whiskey. <laughs> well, this is bourbon, right? Yep, this it's weeded bourbon. bourbon. I mean, it smells pretty typical. So it is a Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Kentucky straight weeded, bourbon. Weeded bourbon mash bill. Hmm. Smells like Small bourbon. So yeah, so it's slightly. Uh, keep in mind, this is just slightly stronger than a lot of the whiskey we drink. Normally, we drink like uh, eighty proof, right? No. Yeah. It's in the ballpark, yeah. We drink 80 proof normally. This is 92 proof. Um, so it's just a little bit little bit stronger, but uh, the, the nose smells. It's got some good flavor. <laughs> the nose smells. <laughs> yes, it does. Good job, Sam. <laughs> now what do the eyes do? <laughs> <laughs> they feel? <laughs> and try again. <laughs> does smell nice. Actually, it's got some good flavor. It's got a bit of a burn to it, obviously, you know, being 92 proof. But pretty damn smooth. The flavor is pretty good, actually. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, I I, I kind of like it. I think on on a little bit of ice, this should be real good. I don't know. I'm not sold on it. It might be all right on ice, but that first sip wasn't great for me. I took a bigger sip the second time. It's a little. It's good. Yeah, it's I, got a good flavor. Uh, 
it's not bad. I guess the first taste for me sometimes is always the worst. Yeah. Like when I take open up You're a not open prepared, up a yeah. when I open up a beer for the first time, I every time I like <laughs> really <laughs> yeah I don't know why. Oh, not me. I, no. It's not that it tastes <laughs> bad; it just does something to me. Your mouth wasn't prepared for that flavor to be yeah. there. Well, f- it's a, a shire thing. Yeah. Like after one or two beers, our jaws start fucking aching. Up. Really? Yeah. No, that only occurs to me if I have one beer and stop. If I keep drinking, it doesn't happen. Really? Weird, yeah, weird, weird as shit. I know, and and it's oddly, like, I know exactly what you're talking about, like the jaw ache, like right in the joint right here. Right. Yeah. 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 I looked it up one time, and it's something about the cells in your mouth reacting odd for odd to it or something. I yeah, that's a thing. But yeah, it's if no, I it, have if I have one beer, it's sure to happen. Huh. If I keep drinking, it's, it's... To me, that's like a... I guess I've never really been able to attribute it to anything but like i i know the exact feeling you're talking about mm-hmm. though like that it kind of sucks like you yeah stretch your it, mouth it, all it, the takes, time. Yeah. it takes a while to go away too yeah. it's a it's a 10 or 15 minute deal before it goes away from yeah. me usually i start drinking faster when that is <laughs> right <laughs> I'm like gotta get got got one <laughs> yeah it doesn't happen it doesn't happen with anything else though like i, I drink whiskey and it doesn't it doesn't happen with that huh. and actually i can't i stopped really drinking much beer because anymore like and I've said this on the podcast several times, but it's just the next morning I don't feel good at all. So um, I think whiskey, whiskey, it's the way to go. I'm in, uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I would say this is, uh, it's got a burn to it. I would say it's probably a top 10, top 15 material, but I don't think it's, I don't think it's up there in the right. Yeah, and keep in mind too, this is like a twenty-seven dollar bottle. Yeah, so right. No wonder you cheap ass. <laughs> hey, it's got the cork in the top. You know that's got to be. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's forty dollars. That means it's high right class shit right. right there. But uh, yeah, I think it's pretty decent. I'd rate it four out of five. It's not bad. I'd give it a three point eight uh, out of five. Yeah, I suppose. Well, that's... we haven't rated anything in a long time. I know. When was the last real, real actual whiskey that we had? That like the like, real ranking, like yeah, yeah, wasn't like flavored or just pure garbage or. Uh, it's been a while. It has been a while. I brought that slaughterhouse. That's been a while ago. I feel like we haven't rated anything in a long time, no. which is really what I'm gauging this off of. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. As soon as we get the heat up here, we're gonna have a a, a poker party. And we'll, uh, everybody will drink whiskey. Clear off our entire shelf of whiskey bottles with one you know drink how, each out of them. You, you know how many freaking people we'd have to have up here oh, to finish Christ. all that whiskey we got up here? Not very many if you go based on the first Congressional Congress, their party after passing the Constitution. Have you ever read the statistics yeah, on that? I think how many bowls I, of spiked punch? How many bottles of wine yeah. and whiskey? And I think we've actually talked about it here on the podcast. Barrels of mead. It's like there was 17 people there. <laughs> it was like they had, it was like each person had to drink 1.3 bottle, full bottles of alcohol plus a gallon and a half of, you know. I like, wonder what the difference was is between alcohol now and the alcohol they would have been drinking is. Right. I'll I th- bet it was pretty terrible. I think oh, there I'm was sure. a difference too. Like I think there was a difference in in culture back then too you know like whiskey and and alcohol was more part it was a more i wouldn't say it's not normalized now but it was more a part of their life back then maybe like 
They use it for a lot more, you know, they use it for medicine and all right, sorts of yeah. shit, you know, which I use it for medicine still, you know, every now and then. Yeah, sore throat and crap in your throat, shot of whiskey, clean that shit right up. Toothache, I'll uh, take a big old swig of whiskey and, and roll her around in there for, you know, 30 seconds or so and then swallow her and it generally helps. You know, yeah. it cleans it a little bit and then once, you know, you get the alcohol effects too, yep. kind of deaden the pain a little bit, but. Um, I mean, hot toddies. Right. Mm, I'll clean you up in a hurry. I've never really had a hot toddy. I just really mm, like what is a true hot toddy? It's water, whiskey, honey, and yep. lemon juice. Yep, that's actually the actual definition. I don't of think we ever even put water. That's in what it is. It was yeah. just whiskey, honey, and lemon juice in a, around our house. <laughs> <laughs> there was no water involved. I just, and then I, it, I just cinnamon stick to garnish it. Too. I just put whiskey in the microwave and call, <laughs> <laughs> wow, call her good. You guys are hot, fucking classy. Hot whiskey. Good shit. Ah, maybe we did. I don't remember. Grandma always made them for us, so. It's like three quarters of a cup of water and two ounces of whiskey, I think. Yeah. Mm. I'll have to tr- I'll have to try that next time I'm Oh, that'll next time that'll I'm ill. fix you right up. Next time I get the COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of COVID, um obviously, you know, one of the big uh, one of the big news stories in the last couple weeks has been uh the Supreme Court shot down uh the vaccine mandate for employers over a hundred people, um, which was a fantastic, fantastic news. And it took way longer than I, like they heard it on a Friday. They heard that the case on a Friday and it took them until it was middle of, it was the middle of the week, the next week before they announced it. Um, and it was a six to three decision, which that's the pretty much a conservative to liberal uh, split. Yep. Uh, but I was all, I was very disappointed though. Um, they went the other way on the healthcare mandate for any, any, what, what was it? Any place that receives Medicare or Medicaid, uh, any healthcare worker that is employed there has to be vaccinated. Um, so that was disappointing. Um, but on the, on the, the, you know, well, and I saw on top of that too, that they were bringing covid positive people back into hospitals as far as like doctors and nurses and stuff they would they were bringing covid positive doctors back into the hospital because they didn't have enough staff there because they were firing anybody who's not vaccinated yes and that is (laughs) that was the absolute that is the absolute lunacy of what's going on as long as you were vaccinated you didn't get tested and they didn't give a fuck if you were positive and you could go and spread it but they would fire the, the non-vaccinated people who've already had it and were not positive, you know, yep. they're immune to it. it. It makes absolutely no sense. It was all, I wouldn't even say political correctness. It's either like, this is what we said. We don't fucking care about the realities of it. We just right. want you to follow it just to do what we say. Yeah. Um, and that was, you know, that's, is fucking stupid. It's absolute lunacy. Um, but, like on a positive note that the you know it was shut down for private employers which to me like I don't even understand why this was a fucking issue right because I understand I understand that Congress has given a certain amount of power to OSHA to to regulate health um workplace safety but this was such an overstep like this is saying hey we're not going to, this is representation without, or tax, like taxation without representation, essentially. That's what pissed everybody off so bad. We didn't get represented in this, and this was the exact same fucking thing now. If it would have passed through Congress, 
legally, like the Constitution and, you know. Well, and that's part of this whole thing being like an executive order. Right. It's it's a mandate. It doesn't have any, any legal. Any law. It doesn't have any legal ramifications whatsoever. Right. There's no, I mean. And that's the thing that pissed me off so bad, you know. Which, it was as, just, to me, I don't, I don't know, like. Because then, how does all the how do all of these healthcare workers, you know, who are getting fired for this, they can't even. How do you fight back against that? You know, you can't even sue the hospital that you got fired from for not getting, because the Supreme Court was like, yeah, it's okay if, you know, if it's a hospital, it's okay to right. mandate it. But anybody else, no, you can't mandate it. But hospitals, yeah, sure. Right. Like it doesn't make any sense. No. No, um, and they're saying because it was it's an emergency deal. No, that's not how this works. Like the cover the 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 Constitution just doesn't say. Oh, by the way, if there's an emergency, yeah, if somebody screw declares this. an emergency, all of this is null and void. No, that's not, that's not how this shit. Works. And that's what um, who's a chick on the Supreme Court? Um, the newest one that got Amy on Amy Coney Barrett. Yeah, Amy Com- Coney like Barrett. Yeah. yeah, her question was, well, when does this emergency end? Yeah. You know, and it's been going on two years now. It's not it's it's not ending. They're just gonna keep using this for their own political gain. Yeah. It'll end when they get what they want. Right. Which is when though. When they get what they want. Yeah, right. but that's that's what they want is more power. Exactly. Never right. enough. Exactly. Yeah, so there's never, never enough. And if you look at when they're in full control. Yep. yep. And if you look at um talking about vaccine mandates, Australia has one that's extremely, extremely strict. Um, and that tennis player, I can't even say his name, Dijovac or some shit like that. Um, he's trying to get into the country or he has been in the country, but they lock him up because he's unvaccinated and he just had COVID back in, in December. Yeah. So Novak Djokovic, that's what, that's what I was. Okay. So he's clearly has immunity to it and they keep locking him up just because he don't, he, he won't, he doesn't do what they want him to do. And there's no. They call him a national safety hazard. It's like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Yeah, it's ridiculous. You guys got a McDonald's on every corner, and there's tens or hundreds of thousands. I think it was like six or seven hundred thousand people die from heart disease every year, yeah. and that's not a national emergency. Uh, yeah, you know, it's. I don't know if this is in Australia. I know here though, like uh, I think it's Dunkin' Donuts or something or somewhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They keep offering like free, free shit yep. for people to get a vaccine. Then it just came out not that long ago that obesity is like increases yeah. your chances of death and severe oh, illness from COVID by tons and tons. Of, yeah, but we'll give you a free donuts. Yeah, come get fat so you get even sicker. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah, but you'll have the vaccine so you can't. But then, get then, it, then right? they shut oh, down. Wait. Then they shut down gyms. No exercising. We want to fatten you all up so you get all sick. Yep. In Australia, that's one another thing they were doing. They was it for a while. They were allowing you out of your home for like an hour to exercise. Now they're saying that that's not even an excuse. Yep. Like they're just. I mean, it's well, hardcore. I mean, and they have like full on camps. Oh where yeah. You can't leave the porch of your little cot that you know cottage that they build you and. Yep. Like and there was a uh, there's a that case of the girl, um, she was exposed to it. She didn't, she wasn't even tested. She never tested positive for it. They came to her house and says, Hey, you were exposed to COVID. Come with us. Yeah. She's like, no, I don't think so. They says, this is not a choice. You're coming with us. Yep. Um, so that's, 
And that's and that's exactly what we've been saying in the states, you know, for this is why we don't want to give them any more power because this is what happens. Like yeah. Australia didn't start off as this freaking crazy dictatorship that it's turned into, but it's since become that. I think it was 96 when the crazy gun control laws were passed and they basically confiscated everybody's guns and everybody in the U.S., all the left wingers were like, well, let's just let's follow the Australian model. No, I I don't believe that we will. Thank you very much. Look at them like they've gone full. I mean, it's just not job. Yeah. And it's not even a. It's just like a straight dictatorship, you know, of the not one person, but the government just saying, fuck you, we'll do what we want. And yeah. there's nothing they can do about it. I don't think it's the entire nation, though, is it? It's no. mostly just bigger. Like, I don't know how Sydney, Australia work, Sydney, it works. Is there different provinces and shit yeah. down there? Yeah, there's... Yeah. And, and that's... It's weird, too, because, like, I don't know, You you think of... Australia, because they were part of like the British Empire, right? Mm-hmm. And actually, they sent how it started off was it was a prison. It was a colony. prison. Yeah. They sent as you know prisoners there to right die basically. Oh, well, why don't we bring that back, Australia? Right, but it, I what I always think is funny is like you'll see, um, like Sun News out of Australia, right? They're always talking shit on Biden, right? Mm-hmm. They were very that news organization is very like what we would see as conservative, right? Mm-hmm. They were pro-Trump. They're very anti-Biden and anti-left-wing shit. Mm-hmm. And I always found it funny that they will just sit there and poke fun at America and what a big joke that Joe Biden is and how Americans are putting up with this and it's absolutely ridiculous and this guy's a moron and this and that. But they're literally in Australia and they don't even talk about their own government problems. They right. just they just talk about what a mess America is, and it's like, look in the mirror, guys. Like you, you guys literally right. have concentration camps for COVID exposed people, not even COVID positive people. COVID exposed people, you're mm-hmm. taking to these goddamn concentration camps, and you're not you're not going to mention that in your news broadcast, but you're going to make fun of the United States for all the stupid shit we're trying to pull. Yeah, like. It, I don't know. Maybe this is off topic, but this just kind of crossed my mind here. How much influence do you guys think America has on the rest of the world? I think a fair like, bit. Like our kind of people, do you think the way we live gives other, people's, other people out there, like there's plenty of people protesting this bullshit in oh, Australia. Yeah. Do you think... Well, and that's something that they see how we live, and they're like, "Oh, there's kind of there's hope, and we can revolt." Or you think they would, no matter what, they would still I think stand it, up? I think it's a much smaller percentage of their population feels the way we do. Yeah, but if you look at say like Hong Kong, they were carrying you know in that whole yeah um, deal, they were carrying American flags because it's viewed absolutely we have influence right. it's viewed as a symbol of hope, um, and you know. That's obviously changed a little bit in the last few years just because America's turned into kind of a laughing stock. But it's still the idea of America, you know, is still there. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we got quite a bit of influence on, you know, the way people still want to come here because we're and still a beacon And the entire world looks at what we do. I mean, the entire world watches what the U.S. is doing. But right. on the other hand, I was, I'm thinking policy-wise now. We kind of follow, America is kind of following or trying, Biden is trying, his administration is trying to follow, like we said, 
Australia and other similar because nations. he's not a leader. He doesn't have leadership qualities to make his own decisions. I mean, there are people who tell him where to walk, when to, you know, like the guy can't function on his own. Right. That's that's what I mean is he's not a leader and we don't have leadership right. in our country. We have somebody in charge, but it's not leadership. But yeah. I, I'm, I'm thinking how much do we influence other countries policy-wise? Because obviously we're just getting worse. Yeah. It seems every other nation out there is following or is going down the liberal mm-hmm. road. And we're going that same way. It seems we're influencing them less than they are us. I think it's us. because um, societally, the as, a, as an entire world, right? Society kind of... It's not like we have a completely different society than Australia, right? Yeah. Like... People are people, and the way that the entire world is connected anymore, society is kind of all one and the same no matter where you live. Yeah. I think being interconnected, you know, being connected via the internet and media and things like that, I think societies are very similar no matter where you're from anymore. I mean, the freedoms that you have and... I don't know. I think I I just think that society as a whole all the way around the world is kind of leaning that way yeah i would i would i would tend to agree i think um I, and i see what you're saying box i think there's there's always an ebb and a flow um to to the way um to everything mm-hmm. um you know we'll go left and then we'll go right and then we'll go left and, and right now i think we're I more think it changes too yeah and i think right now obviously you know the mainstream is in the more of a, a hard left wing swing again but eventually you know It'll come back a little bit, but I do think um, not mainstream. But there is a there is another f- hard flow right. I yeah. think I think there's a subculture, you know, of us and uh, millions of people like us that are going. You know, I wouldn't say going further right, but putting our foot down and saying this is well, where we and, are, and f- you, we're not leaving. And there's a lot of people in other countries that feel that way too. I mean, what was the whole FGC nine? What what country huh the fgc9 that 3d printed that basically fully oh, 3d printed firearm i thought i wanted to say it was in asia somewhere what about it but there was a country that was basically revolting against their president and they were i mean there was basically was this just recently? militias yeah and i mean this yeah. this last year there was militias fighting against their national military Mm-hmm. And they were big proponents of the FGC nine. I mean, they were they couldn't get firearms in their country, and they're printing FGC nines to be able to fight against mm-hmm. Myanmar. Myanmar, that's where it was. Yeah, yeah, and that's been uh, one of my friend Dylan posted about that. I think just the other day, I was you know they the government imposed some crazy lockdowns, and the people said get f-ed, you know, yeah. and basically overran their government. Right. Um. And that's, I mean, that's what I mean is there's subcultures of people like us, you Mm -hmm. know, who want, I'm a human being. I have rights. I am a free person. You do not get to control every aspect of my life. There's people like that all around the world. Yeah. And that, that, that mindset will exist forever, but it's just, there's, like I said, there's an ebb and a flow to everything. And I don't know if you guys have heard much about it, but this whole Russia invading Ukraine thing and, 
basically the United States and the FBI have said, oh, they're... You guys will meet, an, if even if Russia does invade the Ukraine, the countries around that surround the Ukraine, there will be, you know, basically rebellion forces against you. And they straight up said that we'll help fund it. We'll help fund an uprising around, you know, in like Poland and... The U.S. Other, said yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah, and I think probably why that's happening right now is because they knew with Trump in there... That Trump would at least, you know, yeah, fight back. He, he's a lot. He was a strong. He was an actual leader, you know, and he didn't take no shit from no one. He and, tried and they to knew. Be, yeah. They knew that if Trump says, "Hey, if you do this, we're going to bomb the shit out of you," that he, they he knew that he had the balls to back it up. He meant it. Yeah. Biden does not, and they no. know that he can. They can run rampant all well, over. Well, if the Russians say we're going to invade Ukraine, Biden would be like, "Where? Or right." What? Right. That's a country. Let's drone some <laughs> civilians and children. Right. Yeah. He and would, I yeah. back to a little bit more of the freedom aspect though. You know, that's one thing I've been I was thinking on lately is and I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but how did we get to the point where we're born in this this country and automatically we're ingrained with the idea that you give up ten to fifty percent of your income to the government. And you have to be, and now you have to be, you, you're injected with whatever, whatever the fucking government says you, you have to be with. And there's no, there's nothing you can do about it. And all, you know, all these things like that are so anti-freedom and anti-everything, you know, what freedom actually stands for. Like, how did we get there? Because nobody controls you. It's like you're born be- as a free person and you can do whatever the fuck you want and you're not beholden to some crown. That's because like, people are herd animals. We just follow the herd, right? Yeah. Humans are just, they follow the herd. That's what, you know, like with the vaccinations as you're born in a hospital and they just do the vaccinations and you just go, yeah, that's what they normally do. Yep. Okay, go ahead. And, and I'm not that, but it's like not that I, I'm against vaccinations. I think they, there's, right, there's there a are, time and a place for them. And, you know, I'm vaccinated against a lot of shit. My parents, right. you know, when so, I was younger. But the big thing is there is still the opportunity in this country to not have to do any of that. Yeah, we've talked about it before. And you said go off on the. Yeah, you but, can do your own thing. Yeah, but I think I think there's something to be said for staying in actual society, not going out into right. bump nowhere. And refusing to abide by these bullshit, you know, the the ways that they're telling us that we have to abide by and still be a free person and partake in society. Mm-hmm. And I think if enough people, this is, sorry, this is the way it is and we're not going to take no shit from you, you know, I think that that mentality needs to come back rather than, and that's the same mentality as, you know, you see a lot of people online saying, well, I lost all my guns in a boating accident. No, f*** that, you know? If there's enough people say, no, f*** you, we're not. I got them right here. I got them right here. Come f***ing get them. (laughs) Yeah. And this is the same thing as we talked about the Bundy standoff in Nevada or Arizona or wherever it was. There was no shots fired there, but guess what? The government stood down. Why? Because that militia was heavily armed and there was a threat of violence against them. There was peace, peace, you know, that, that succeeded because extreme violence was threatened. Right. That's how that's how peace survives. That's how peace thrives is the the threat of extreme violence, not one side completely standing down and giving up everything. That's never once in history um, been the 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 way of peace. Right. 
Like it has never went. Show me a time in history when one person gave up their shit and the government says, "Okay, it's yeah, good pure enough." Sub, pure submission is not. Peace. No, it's never been. That's that's when genocide happens. That's when that's when absolute atrocities happen. Yeah. Um. Who is the president that says speak softly and and carry a big stick? Winston You're goddamn Churchill. right. He wasn't a president. No, he, he was, was a, a British <laughs> cocksucker. Well, still the <laughs> the fact of the matter still stands. That is a that is a valid point. Like, yes, absolutely. Yeah. The threat of violence is extremely important and that's why it's it's so extremely important that we maintain our rights. And arms being the number one right. Yeah. Um and being in control of what goes in your own freaking body, you know? There's yeah. no uh, there's so many conspiracy theories about why they're pushing this, these vaccines so hard. And then the things that might result from them down the road. And one of those things is um, like fertility and shit like that, mm-hmm. you know, and who knows, that's probably just a crazy conspiracy theory, but there has been some studies that say, you know, mice's or mice's, mice's. <laughs> mice, <laughs> they're we're smart and we know what we're talking their about. Fertility, their fertility has been, has gone down and who knows? That's like I said, yeah. it could be a crazy conspiracy theory, but I'm not going to partake in it. And if you want to, that's fine. That's your business. Well, but the that's pro- the problem with all these conspiracy theories is there's so many, of mm-hmm. them and a lot of them are just completely off the wall and bullshit and right. it's so easy for everyone else to dismiss them. Right. They're like, oh, you're just a crazy fucking conspiracy theorist. This is not even possible and it very well may, may not be. I mean, yeah. a lot of them probably are total bullshit or most of them rather are total yeah. bullshit but it doesn't mean the none, pr- of, none yeah. of them are true. And that's the problem is the more conspiracy theories that get spread about something, the more likely get lost in the weeds right. with all mm-hmm. of the nonsense bullshit you know so. conspiracy theory was coined by the cia yeah mm-hmm. make us make the people saying them seem crazy yeah. i think we probably talked about that a few episodes back didn't yeah. we um speaking of along the lines of freedom um johnson we we're talking about constitutional carry um being uh yeah more on the docket in 2022 there's you said there's six Six uh, other there was like Nebraska, Indiana, Ohio, Georgia, Alabama, and Florida, I believe. So that would make, yeah, if those, if all those happen to get through in 2022, that would make over 50% of the, of the United States a constitutional carry. Um, also <clears throat> in the, uh, concealed carry world, did you see that the new sheriff of LA County is actually giving out? concealed carry permits really actually a gun rights win in california for define giving out um so they were not a they basically weren't giving anyone they weren't accepting applications for or -hmm. approving applications for concealed carry permits for anybody unless you were like retired police or a celebrity basically Mm -hmm. and now the new sheriff of la county is like actually accepting and you know approving concealed carry like on a regular regular basis or it's still difficult supposedly he's giving them it's i don't know that because i believe that the policies i don't know that it's a shall issue state i don't think it's not no there's still a bunch of just may issue right so uh, but he is much more willing to approve an application than anybody in the past they just wouldn't 
mm-hmm. approved ones. So, so yeah. And if you're unfamiliar with uh, the differences, there's uh, there's May issue, which means they can turn you down for whatever the fuck. Which means commie bullshit. Yeah, yeah. There's there's shell issue that says as long as you're not a felon, you know, yep. you're legally. You pass a background check, you're good. You're good. Um, and then there's constitutional carry, which is anybody that is legal to carry a firearm doesn't need to ask permission, and it's yeah. their right to. If you can pass a back, which, I mean, if you can pass a background check to purchase it. You can carry it, right. That's the same as passing your background check for a shallow-issue state anyway, right? So. Right. Same thing. Same, same. But um, I think it's, I think that's, it's an important, um, important jump. Um, Just because, I mean, people want to talk about equality. And, you know, the, the 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 poor people have the same rights as the rich people. Well, what do you think fees and taxes and training classes and all this shit that you have to go through and lay down money to be able to get your shit is, is what do you think that does? That, that and I hate to even bring this up. It but disqualifies that, other people. Absolutely. Yeah. That disproportionately affects, um, you know, the lower class. Yep. And that's why in California, you know, a lot of the, they, he says, you know, rich people, celebrities, they were able to get it because they got a f- load of money, you know, and that ain't right. Um, and that's not even, and that's not my main point, but I think it's just important that everybody has the right to defend themselves. Yep. You want to talk about equality in America? Well, that's how you get equality for females and, and men. If if one of those male, males try and goes and, and rapes that female, shoot him in the head and you're done with it. That's, yep. you want equality? There you go. You know, <laughs> that's, that's Sam, uh, what's his name? Uh, the Colt guy that, uh, designed the, uh, designed the Samuel Colt. Samuel Colt. Yep. He, uh, what did he say? How did he say that? He says, uh, Sam, God created, you know, the Colt guy, <laughs> God created, uh, God created men. Uh, Samuel Colt made, made them, them equal, made them equal. Yeah. And that's a, that's a very, that's a, I mean, if you really think about it, that's a, a very wise statement. I truly believe that because, you know, it, it, physically, we're not equal. Right. Like, you know, there's a lot of people that could beat the hell out of me and I'd have, you know, there ain't a damn thing I could do about it. Yep. You know, and there's a lot of people that I could do that to them, you know, but that's that's the, the importance of... of um, the Tools. Importance of firearm. Put yeah. a tool in your hand. Maybe you- this is true or not. Maybe this is just a random thought that came to mind though it seems uh it's becoming more popular a lot of people maybe it's more of a lefty thing people don't think death should be the answer for anything or there's always a a less violent way to solve a problem yeah i see that a lot in the martial arts community like even if like sam was saying that chick's getting raped she should shoot him people are gonna be like well, why does he deserve he to die? He doesn't deserve to die. He was unarmed. Well, <laughs> he's yeah. totally fucked that woman's life up. <laughs> right. He was planning to rape and possibly kill people. Because everybody knows that if you rape somebody, the only right thing to do is kill them afterwards. Yeah. What? Well, otherwise you're going to have to make them live with that the rest of their life. So isn't it more kind-hearted to kill that person after, after you rape them? I'm not even sure how to respond to that. <laughs> That's a pretty deep question. I'm not sure <laughs> we can answer that. One. Sweet Jesus, I got dark. I don't remember where I heard that. Somebody's argument was, 
Well, if you rape someone, you should really kill them. Someone's going to take that clip of you, <laughs> of you saying that and post it all over the internet. Yeah, Johnson. Johnson promoting rape and killing. Well, LSLF is going to be canceled here shortly. Morally, the morality of a rapist is, well, it's better to kill them afterwards so they don't have to live with it. Yeah. I don't think that's true. <laughs> well, I don't think that is the morality of a rapist. No. I think they would like that they're going to be tortured the rest of their life. Probably. Sick I think. Fox. I mean, anybody who would carry out rape is pretty fucked in the head anyway. I, I think when you go back to talking about morality, though, like, um, as far as, as far as defending yourself, I mean, uh, the, I don't, I don't know. My morality says that all pedophiles should be killed anyway. I'm not defending myself against them, but I guess I'm defending um, my children against them. Well, I'm yes and no to a certain extent. I mean, like you can't just know that there's a pedophile next door and he diddled some kid, you know, 15 years ago. It, it's not moral. Check him. It's not moral to go and, and and plug him because that's not your that's not your place. Now, if maybe 15 years ago he diddled your kid. That oh, might it be definitely wouldn't take 15 may, years for me to find And I'm him. saying you just found out. That that may be, you know, that's not my call. That's not. Uh, but <laughs> morally, I think if somebody that's is. That's where you a, and I disagree. Morally, if somebody is attacking you, you have you have a right to go as far as you need to go to defend your your health and your life. Yep. Yeah, I don't think that, that there is such much of a question as if that man deserved to die so much as you deserve to give everything you had to continue to live. Right. Yeah, I could, I'm, yeah. It's not, oh, well, he deserved to die for this. Okay, well, you didn't deserve to die for this either, so you can <laughs> right. take whatever means necessary to continue living your life. Yeah. 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 Um, changing speeds a little bit. Uh, another thing that's always uh, an argument of the left for constitutional carry is, you know, as soon as a state's going to pass is, well, the streets are going to run, run red with blood. And every single time they say this and, and what happens? Yeah. They said it in Iowa too. A fat lot of nothing. Yep. And every time, like is Iowa been off the rails, off the rails crazy with murders? Nope. No, no, absolutely not. If anything, I think it's, I think it may be the other way because now criminals realize that, holy shit, anybody might be carrying now. You never know. Well, and that's the thing that, they don't ever talk about, which is so dumb because when they're discussing this, you know, and they are trying to, you know, argue for or against it. They always say, you know, the streets will run because mm -hmm. the, now these violent criminals, they can just legally carry a firearm. No, they're 90% of people who are in trouble and they already are a felon and can't carry a firearm. Yeah, legally, they're not allowed right. to carry one. Which exactly. means they can't purchase one because they can't pass a background check. So how do you suppose these people... Well, they're buying them illegally. Okay. So <laughs> they're carrying out a crime. They're getting a firearm illegally. Do you think they're not going to carry it because that's illegal? Right. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Right. They that just... Ugh blows my mind that they still make those arguments that well if there's no concealed carry permit they can just they can just go buy a gun not if they can't pass a background check that's uh, that's the like uh what's that there was a meme that i saw this guy saying um 
it's just crazy that people are allowed to carry AR-15s in this country. And he said something along the lines of, um, I should be able to go and, 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 and buy a rocket launcher and, and open carry that. And somebody commented and says, well, you, you can't buy rocket launchers. Well, I can on the black market. And it's like, <laughs> thank you. You realize that you just point made, you made my point for me, right? Point yeah. made, you <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Well, uh, if everybody should just be, if everybody is able to get assault rifles, why isn't everybody able to buy a tank? Well, why not? Right. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't know. And we've had this conversation. Where is the Second Amendment? Um, where is and, the line drawn? You know, yeah. whether it's nukes or, or whatever it is. And I can't remember what episode that was. Um, but it was a good conversation. I'll have to look back and see if I can find that one. Um, but, uh, back to, you know, the importance of concealed carry and, um, uh, the populace, this, you know, civilians being armed. Um, it's interesting. You talk about, you know, January 6th is always a huge, there's still, this is over a year, year ago and they're still whining and crying and, and, and complaining about this. Yeah. And I, I can't help but think like these people were basically in underwear and Vikings hats, you know, the one guy, not armed, you yeah. know. Can you imagine what what it will be like when Americans are finally fed up and there's 10,000 of them at the door armed. and they all are armed? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the power of the, the people. And I'm not, I'm not condoning what happened there, but I think to a certain extent they brought it on themselves because they were condoning violence for a year <laughs> against privately owned citizens, you know, billions of dollars um, was burned and destroyed and looted. Private businesses, hundreds of businesses were closed. And I also the, find it funny that you, they, that you use the term brought it on themselves, considering how many people were FBI informants <laughs> right. and agents that were arrested. Right. And like I said, I'm not condoning this violence, but to me, they finally got what they deserved because they were stoking the flames for, for a year. Months, yeah. And then, then it turns and happens to them and they cry, oh my God, how could this happen? Shut the f*** up, you hypocrites. You just, you did this to the rest of the country in countless cities yeah. and, and countless people's lives are destroyed because of the actions that you, that, you know, you were fanning the flames of. So I don't feel sorry for a single person in Congress. Well, you know? I think, and I think that, a lot of that was on purpose. I mean, absolutely. There because was a they reason knew that, that they were fanning the flames and there was a reason that there was so many, uh, federal employees, we'll call them involved in that January 6th situation. I think didn't Ted Cruz just ask questions about that the other day. Yeah. About and, how many, and they're not, I, I don't think they were forthright, um, with what actually, how many there actually were involved. Right. Um, but I did see the other day that um, there was, I don't know, 10 or 15 guys that were charged with seditious conspiracy or some shit <laughs> like that. Jesus Christ. Some They're absolute, just making shit up now. Yeah, like I don't even know what the f*** that means, but it sounds pretty scary. I'm going to have to figure that one out. Sedi I'm pretty sure it was some long lines of seditious conspiracy. I love how he had to talk it into there because there was no way he was spelling that. <laughs> I'm actually pretty good at spelling. I let, always, let's I be honest. That, There's a lot of people, including myself and you probably, that do that all the freaking time. <laughs> Seditious conspiracy is a federal crime of conspiring to overthrow or obstruct the authority of the federal government. See, and that's what I don't understand. They, they The news article that, or the news uh, video so that I was that, saying says... 
they were conspiring to overthrow the government. Fucking how? Yeah. I walked into the Capitol building. Right. Trying to overthrow it. Right. It <laughs> makes it makes no sense. The, like once this goes to trial, the the I will. It'll be yeah. interesting to see the lawyers, uh, defense lawyers say how 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 were they how were they planning to overthrow yeah, unarmed people walking through the Capitol building, which is public property, mind you. Mm-hmm. How were they overthrowing the government? Yeah, it's just, it doesn't it's, make any sense. No, it's just absolute lunacy. Conspire. Um, that's the thing is the conspiring too. That's they're going to be like, well, this Facebook post was, you know, this Facebook post or this text message or this. Right. You know, that's what they're going to try and use. To and there was some text messages. The one that I saw says um, the the leader said something along the lines of this isn't going to end without civil war. Let's be honest. How many fucking times have we said that? Oh, I mean, how many times is any yeah, normal person? Hooped. How many times does any normal person, normal American, say that this is not yeah. this is not a far far right fringe conspiracy? Like everybody fucking believes it's going to happen, and I, uh, you know, that's yep. not that's not that's not conspiring to overthrow anybody. That's cold right. hard fact. Yep. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's just. But it's funny that you know, like they'll they'll use Facebook messages and Facebook posts and mm-hmm. even text to messages like to, yeah, you know, basically make a case yeah, against them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, let's just stick, let's just stick on the, uh, that's the topic. That, I tried to spoon feed it to him and it just, I can't even see the fucking board. So I have no idea what's going what, on. What this is episode. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. I'm just kind of along for the ride. Here. The whole signal <laughs> encryption text messaging thing. I'm trying to spoon feed you <laughs> the segue and you just, maybe you need a signal. <laughs> Jesus. Just like a hand signal to Johnson, say I'm like, I'm Johnson. I'm going to be honest with you. I was completely engrossed in my own thoughts at that point. Like thinking how I was going to move on. Wow. And then I totally didn't even pay attention to what the fuck you were saying. I bought my apologies. Uh, my apologies. Guys, I try for you. <laughs> you just have to remember that I'm dealing with Sam here. I tr- yeah. Yeah. Try to make it smooth and seamless from topic to topic. And here Sam is. Uh, like a, I'm like a, a bowl in a china shop. Mouth breathing, drooling on himself, trying to figure out how he's going to transition it. Yeah. Yeah. I was asking you guys um in the pre-show um about if you ran this signal app and if you're not familiar with it what it is it's basically um you can text you know it's just like a text service uh, you can text um an encrypted messaging service yep right. absolutely but you can also phone you can make phone calls on this as well um send pictures and it's completely encrypted from end to end which is i find intriguing i just think it's i don't like the fact that you know i'm sexting with my girlfriend and the freaking Somebody at Verizon can read my shit. You know, I don't like that. No. Not that it matters, but So then you'd rather have somebody at the signal company be able to read your shit? They can't. It's mm-hmm. complete it's all completely encrypted, even from the company itself. That's the that's the look up if you're not familiar with this, look this up, Bob. It's called Signal. Uh, but and and the reason I brought this up was I saw an article on it the other day and it was talking about they were they were debating making it um crypto Anonymous. anonymous crypto payments yeah. in it and of course everybody was freaking out well it's going to be used it's going to be used for nefarious purposes and criminals and all this shit and i'm like yeah, have you guys seen cash so is cash <laughs> right yeah i mean <laughs> you know our national currency 
but <laughs> whatever. I mean, <laughs> but <laughs> like, and 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 they're concerned about um, you know terroristic activities and shit. Um, uh, Are these people aware of what the black market is? Right. Right. I think box didn't you bring this up? Like people are just act like oblivious to what that the black market exists anymore. Yeah, I think so. But and the arguments against this this are is saying there's like some sort of investigation into this and it's completely encrypted and if it's if it's truly completely encrypted that there, there's no way that you can break it and you can't get in and access what's going on. Um, so they're saying that there's always, there always needs to be a back door and your government needs to be able to get into this, this thing. And this kind of goes along the lines with, with complete freedom that we've been talking about on this, this particular episode. But I mean, I'm sure you guys are on the same side as me. I truly believe that it's none of anybody else's business. What I'm saying to whoever the f I want to be saying it to. Yep. Um, but what if it's for the greater good? But you're literally carrying a recording tracking device around with you in your pocket all day, every day. <laughs> you think that I would that I talk about things that I shouldn't be talking about if I have that in my pocket? Yeah. No. Probably. With subconsciously, I feel like you do sometimes. Uh, there's there's thing. No, I I I've become far more aware of that, and I even bought one of those um, Faraday bags now. Yeah. Like, you know, if I, not that, not that I'm like some super spy or some shit like that and I'm ever going to throw it in. I don't want anybody to know where I'm going, but I don't, I've always, that's, I've, I've been bothered by that for a while. I don't like the fact that that's, that's how it is. So, you know, if I need to have a conversation with you guys about something, guess what? Phone's going over here and we're going over here and, you know, and talking about it. And, um, that's a very real a very real thing for a lot of people I think nowadays is their privacy is important to them. Yeah. Um, so I, I, yeah, it's not a, it's not a super interesting topic, but I, I, I find it kind of intriguing, um, about this, this encryption thing, but now the government's talking about cracking down on it and making, making true encryption complete, like true encryption illegal. Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> You can't hide anything from us. We We're need to be all knowing. Yeah. Right. We need to know thing about everyone. Right. And I and think people are okay with that. I think ultimately they'll probably succeed because you have zero privacy. You are property of the US government. You get no privacy. God, they that's, are just pushing and pushing. Dude, that's that's what they're after. You have no privacy, you have no rights, you are property of us. Well, how absolutely. That's what I've been saying. That's what I've been saying the entire time over the vaccine mandates. Well, you're, yeah. you're I mean, cattle. That's, yeah. All I can think of, think of most of this episode is that one meme where it's on it's those two drawings or whatever the guy wearing the night vision and yeah a government official or whatever on the left going who radicalized you and then the person on the right saying you did yeah <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah um, and I think too I think like if some left wing loony happened to stumble upon this podcast we would probably sound like extremists to them oh yeah. But that's that's the thing. We we're not extreme in any sense of the word. Just no, leave us alone. We just alone. want to be left alone. That's right. it. Yeah. That's, well, that's it. unreasonable. <laughs> you know, I I don't I, I want to pay I want to pay my lower taxes. I I submit to a certain amount of taxes. You know, but when it gets up into the, you know, 20, 30 
you. No. Right. You know, just leave me alone. Leave me and my family to to do what we like to do in peace, you know? That's harmful to society is doing what you want. Do what we want. Right. We know what's best for you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's that's the thing is clearly. most people most people just give into that because it's easier. They don't have to make decisions for themselves. Yes, yeah, I, I, yeah, which and, is unfortunate. And believe it or not, I remember having a conversation sort shortly after nine eleven, and um, well, this was probably a couple of years after, and then this well, was, was probably like last ten year. years after. Yeah, <laughs> no, this was like back in right after the, the other day. What was that act that passed? You right were in like 9? what eighth Patriot grade? Act. The Patriot Act. I remember. I remember after the Patriot Act passed, I was having a conversation with my cousins in Kansas City. And I remember the words that came out of my mouth. What do I care if the NSA is listening to me have phone sex with my girlfriend? You know, and that was my frame or that was my my thought at the time. Like, I don't care because I have nothing to hide. But obviously, you know, prior to what, 2004? Yeah. Or shortly after was when I was having the conversation. Because it was, I mean, that was passed by George W. Bush, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So it would have been prior to 2004. Mm -hmm. You'd have been like a senior in high school when that passed. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Because I was a- You graduated in 06? No, 04. I was a sophomore or freshman, freshman or sophomore when 9-11 happened. You graduated in 04? Yeah. Huh. For some reason, I thought you were a year below, like Tony and them, but you were a year ahead I was of a them. Year, I was a year ahead of Tony. Yeah, yeah, year ahead of Tony and Jordan. Yep. So this says the Patriot Act was passed forty-five days after nine eleven. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah, that was so definitely. Long, yeah, that sounds about right. So, anyways, it was shortly after, and it might have been a few years after that we were having a conversation about it. Um, but that's like even you know, it's interesting to see how. You know, back then, my frame, my yeah, way of thinking. just how your opinion changes. How, how ex- yeah. And I will almost use the word extreme there, but that's not correct. All I want is freedom. Leave me alone. Yep. I want to leave you alone. You can live your life how you see fit. I'll live my life how I see fit, you know. And, and that's yep. not that's not an extreme. That's not an extreme way of thinking. That's just. People are being taught that that, that is extreme, though. That well, we will, people are we just, will go to whatever measures it is to have what we want is what they're being what right. we're, they're being told when if they would just leave us alone we wouldn't fucking do anything. They're also being taught that just being conservative is wrong. Yeah, that the, when it comes down to the core of all of that, they're just being taught that being conservative is wrong. Yeah, but I think wanting all, to, wanting to be like us and wanting to be just left alone and be able to do your own thing that's wrong. Yeah, but I also think many people are being misled. Because yeah. they're they're being told that as a conservative, we're racist and yeah. we're homophobic and transphobic. Well, that's how they and all these tell things. you that being conservative is wrong, right? The, giving you the wrong impression of what that is. But that's not the that's not the case, you know. Um, <laughs> you know, we we hold we hold some values that say, hey, I don't. You know, there's there's many things that I am not going to tell you. Hey, I approve of your lifestyle. You know, it's fantastic. Let's celebrate it. Yeah. No. You live your life. I'm not going to tell you it's fantastic. That's fine, but I'm not going to interfere with your life. You do yep. you 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 do you. I'll do me, and that's I think. But even from the beginning of our country, you know, that's you know, as a Christian country, and you know, founded on you know mostly Christian beliefs, there has always been that stigma. Um, so yes, I understand like why they they, they think 
that to a certain extent, but that's yeah. not, that's not like how truly freedom minded people operate. Right. So I don't know. Yeah. I think they're just definitely being indoctrinated to, to view us in the same way that, that, that we're being to a certain extent indoctrinated to view liberals as crazy fucking lunatics who just, you know, yeah. Want to see the world burn. Yeah. Yep. I think, I think truly, I think truly a lot of far leftist people are, it's coming from a good place in their heart. they, they are doing what they have been told is the best for everybody. Right. What they see as the right thing. I think it comes from a good place in their heart. But they Yeah, that's yeah, that's how they that's how they do it. They mm-hmm. these people the government has nefarious reasons for it, but they make it appeal to the people that just want to do better. Right. Yeah. Well, we need to be more accepting. You yeah, know, and that's, that's yeah, hundred percent. That's oh, the the government's solution is divide and conquer, and that's exactly mm-hmm. what they're doing. Why do you think they're pushing the black versus white so hard constantly? Why do you think they're they're pushing the trannies versus straight so hard constantly? Yep. Because they want us divided up into our tiny little groups. Yeah, so they can take. Oh well, and I mean, when you divide them, divide people into tiny little groups, they're easier to conquer one at a time. Mm-hmm. Conquer one little group at a time. Yeah, I would. Who I would agree with that. Who, um, Johnson? You were talking about. Um, let's just stick on the the uh, guns and freedom and shit categories here. You were talking about um, home defense courses um, versus uh, like offensive carry tactics courses. Yeah. So I, a thing that I, like kind of a general theme that I've noticed, um, like across social media and stuff, is people always. Which is good that people are promoting going to get training, you know, spend your money on ammo and training, mm-hmm. go and take courses, go and, you know, but a lot of the classes that you see are, uh, you know, AR basics classes, which are good, you know, but then you get into like uh, tactical carbine classes and everything is marketed towards being tactical and doing cool shit on a flat range, right? Everything is everything is marketed around being tactical and being able to do the shit that people on Instagram do, being yeah. as cool as these Instagram guys. Sure. Where there are far less courses that you see advertised that are may teach you more. You, I want. I don't want to say more useful topics, but I want to say more practical things like um, defending your home, defending your property, defending your loved ones in your home in case of a home invasion or things like that. Whereas Like, I understand the necessity of weapons manipulation and being familiar with your firearm, being proficient with your firearm, and I'm not discounting the courses that are available, but I I feel like there is a very much a marketing push for sexy tactical courses like that and not so much for more of less sexy personal protection courses. I think one reason it may feel like that is there's some people that are in it to make money and they're the people that are going to spend that mo- spend money on marketing and that's when they have to use buzzwords and shit like tactical tactical and do all yeah. this cool Instagram operator bullshit and then there's people that actually want to teach and spread a valuable info- information yeah that don't spend that kind of money uh, on, on marketing. marketing and all that shit right they're solely they're focused on on good information itself and teaching in the best way that they can yeah and you're right i think you mentioned you talked about this sexy you know the sexy side of things where 
as you mentioned, home defense. Well, that's not that's not really sexy because I mean, right? Logically, if somebody breaks into your home, it's not wise to go and clear your home by yourself. That is not an oh, intelligent no. aspect. You know, it's somebody that knows what they're t- gonna they're talking about is saying you get your wife and your children in one room and that's where you stay. You know, yeah. if they want the fucking TV, have the TV. You know, yep. you call the cops and you let the cops deal with it. And if somebody comes through that door, you plug them. That's, yep. you know, uh, the, to a certain extent. I mean, there is other, obviously, um, aspects to it, especially if your kids are in, a, you know, down the hallway along, you know, on the other side of the house or some shit like that. Right. Um, but that's something you need to be thinking about before it, before it ever happens. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I, I would agree. I would agree. And I, But I think, I think, too, that more important those classes are more important because you're more there's more likely going to be a a home invasion than are than is that you're going to be out at the fucking mall part of a militia doing tactical operations against a you know or you're out at the mall and there happens to be an active shooter and you run out to your truck and get your vest and your you know your ar and you go in this you're more likely to get shot you get shot by police (laughs) right right absolutely um I just, I, it was just something I noticed, you know, you see mm. all these, like on Insta, you get on Instagram and all you see is people marketing courses, tactical carbine courses and, you know, right. That all could this be running and shooting behind, you know, running and shooting behind cars and barricades and this and that. And that could be just because of also because of your activity yeah. on Instagram yeah. where you interacted with one or two at some point in time yeah. or liked it. So that's what you're seeing. Yeah. Yeah, but I would agree with I would tend to agree with them that are they're more marketed towards that aspect of it than there are just strictly home defense. Which I mean, totally believable that the marketing money is being spent on tactical, sexy, cool, flat range, you know, operator stuff because chicks and bikinis. People, you yeah. know, people want to people want to be cool. I want to uh, do the cool guy stuff. You know, that's just kind of how it is. I was on Getter the other day. It's the alternative to Twitter. Joe Rogan joined that, you know, and he posted a, he posted a video if he was running some like IDPA stuff. I didn't know that. I mean, I knew that he was, you know, into the, into guns and stuff, but I didn't yeah. realize that he was, that he was doing stuff like that. He posted a video and he said something along the lines of, um, what's the, what's the, what's the word for a skill that if you don't use it, it, it goes away. You know, we're talking about that yeah. shooting. Shooting is a very, um, if you don't use it, you lose it. <laughs> yeah. Right, but there's a word for it. It starts with a P. I can't Passive? Remember. Something Pe- like... I don't I can't. Know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Penis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a there's a TikTok-type video I seen the other day. This um, kid's reading to his... Or this guy's reading to his kid. I'm going to read through your browser history, and uh, when we get to where you're uncomfortable, you just tell me to stop. And he's like, BMX, how to, break, how to fake break your ankle. Harry Panines. <laughs> I don't even know what a Panines is. Yeah, but I knew you were mean. What you were meaning the what you were meaning the type. <laughs> Harry Panines. Panines. Oh. Mom, Mom made me one of those hot press sandwiches and it had a hair in it. I was trying to. I spell was trying to spell Panini. Paninis. <laughs> Harry Paninis. That's what our uh, that's what our cover art for this episode should be. Just a Harry, Harry Panini. Harry Panini. Yeah, we're not doing that. <laughs> Uh, back in the, back in the day in high school, I was just reminded of this. 
we always used to, you know, you party or whatever, and then like some people from the party would go to Perkins, and you're always like, "Hey, man, bring me back some." So you give them some money, and they'd bring you back. We were out at a party at Rankings one time, and what what the hell happened? Jordan gave it to Feltz, some money to Feltz to get like a uh, a sandwich, and he brings it back. <laughs> he fucking pops the top, and there's a bunch of pubes in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was pissed. Does that look like spit to you? <laughs> ah, <laughs> uh, those were the days. Uh, Get hammered and go to Perkins. Yep. Right? Perkins was amazing. Oh, I tell you what, and this is going to sound bad, but I do miss those days. Like, you guys remember just loading up with a case of beer and cruising around with your oh, buddies? Yeah. Oh, God. You know, that 15 years ago, even, even 15 years ago, it's changed so much from then to now like that's just because you're getting old and lazy no but you could get away with you could get away with a certain amount of things even like and that's what our parents tell us back back in my day you know they just tell you to go home well you couldn't really get away with that shit you know but even now it's like so freaking you don't want to get caught doing that shit nowadays yep uh good times though that was uh boy that was fun boy that was fun (laughs) anyways i guess uh Oh yeah, we have the the weird news updates, Johnson. You had an update on one of our past uh, weird news. Yeah, so in a past weird news segment, I talked about a, a New York man who was lit on fire by police who tased him because he had covered himself in hand sanitizer. Well, as it turns out, this was on security camera. Um, we've seen the footage and also learned a little more information. So this guy. Um, was at a bar down the street from the police station. Uh, caused a bit of a ruckus. Police were called. They showed up, kind of diffused the situation, got him calmed down, and left. No arrests were made or anything. So they all go back to the police station. and Well, this guy proceeds to get even more hooped than he already was and comes into the police station. Um, he was standing in the lobby for, I think, the whole ordeal was about 30 minutes, 35 minutes. And... He's standing there, you know, and um, there was three police officers in the lobby with him. And he, I mean, showed a lot of signs of aggression. The guy was like clenching his fist, cracking his neck, you know, doing all kinds of weird shit and like getting really close to these police officers. I have no idea how nobody handcuffed him beforehand because he was like right in their faces at times. And like none of you looked defensive. It was odd. Yeah. It was really confusing. Maybe they the knew way the guy. The I think they said I saw something about him being like a, a, a he was a big time high school sports star or something in that town. So they a lot of people knew him. Mm. Huh. But anyway, he uh, proceeds to be a drunk idiot who thinks he's super tough for quite a while in there, and then pretty soon he like rips his shirt off and um, and I think what was happening to me, I. Th- think what was happening was he was trying to make himself slippery because he was going to get in a tussle with these cops. He was going to throw down with these cops, right? So he was trying to make himself slippery. Got to oil up, bro. Yeah, so they couldn't get a hold of him, right? So he's covering himself in this shit. Well, then when he turns around- Where did he get it? There was a a gallon of sanitizer with a squirt top on (laughs) it that he just picked up and he was squirting squirting all over himself. All over himself from head to toe. Yeah, he was squirting him, you know. So- I think he was trying to make himself slippery so he could get in a tussle with these cops. And then when he turned around, they smoked him with the taser. He lit on fire. Of course. And all three cops ran out of the room. (laughs) Scatter like fucking rats. Can you imagine, though? Dude, oh, it was hilarious. You taser somebody and they burst into flames. Oh, 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 (laughs) fuck, oh, fuck. Yeah. So 
chief what do i do here <laughs> yeah so what's the protocol <laughs> they they all scatter and then pretty soon they come back he gets put out you know and his back's his back's all red and shit from being on fire because he basically kind of doused his upper half yeah. right well they at this point they finally handcuff him and stuff and <laughs> opportune time to handcuff him. Yeah. All right, after, we lit him on fire. Now let's handcuff yeah. So a side story to that. Did you see that in France they were using small I did. I was gonna bring blow that up. torches. They have to flame throwers people. Yeah. For, for less lethal. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Torch somebody, light somebody on fire, they were, and then they'd go down and that's when they'd arrest him. It looked effective. It looked it's very sure it is. stop that dude like like they realized that. very quickly though that that was not going to be a Good method. So sure they, they got discontinued. Time they discontinued. I would have liked to saw that. the meeting where they brought that up. Right. All right, all right. Here, check this out. Tasers <laughs> aren't always effective. Now here's my idea. Hear me out. Flamethrowers. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> like sold. Yeah. So anyway, this so this guy after dousing himself and being lit on fire by a taser and everything, he spent like 42 days in intensive care and ended up dying because of like the fumes and shit that he inhaled from. No the hand shit. sanitizer so being on fire. It wasn't the burns. It was the inhalation of all the... I imagine his his lungs probably got burnt, got too. Torched. I mean, the dude was oh, yeah. on fire, so yeah. he was breathing in flames. Yeah. <laughs> probably didn't really help. Yeah. Spent wow. like 42 days in the ICU and eventually succumbed to his wounds. What a way to end it. Yeah. Oh, that's unfortunate. On a real downer. Yeah. That is unfortunate. Um, Did also in this, so this was covered by Donut Operator, which is how I ended up seeing this update to this. Um, Did you also see the guy who threw a cup of gasoline? He had answered the door mm -hmm. with a coffee cup. Turns out it was full of gasoline and tried to throw it on police as as they were going to open the door and drag him out of his house Mm -hmm. because he was wanted for like, first degree murder or something it was something nasty like he was trying to stab people and all kinds of shit and he threw this cup of gasoline at the police officer the same time the guy behind the officer behind him was firing his taser lit on fire lit him on fire lit both deputies on fire they end up going to the ground on his deck like he had like a wood porch out front of his house Mm -hmm. and they all go to the ground and they go to put him out and they're trying to put him out and another deputy grabs a five gallon pail full of water oh no it was yeah it was gasoline (laughs) tosses it on him ended up burning the whole fucking guy's house down burning the whole fucking thing down and then the two uh deputies that were wrestling with him on the deck ended up being indicted on like uh abuse and battery and shit what he threw gas on him yeah and then they once they finally went to trial they watched all the uh body cam footage and it was like you could clearly see that all they were right. trying to put him out. <laughs> and yeah, they were, you know, all the charges were dropped. You're hitting him with your billy club. Yeah, I was trying to that's I was trying to put out the fire. To put him out. <laughs> and that whole time the dude was screaming, I'm not resisting, I'm not resisting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> help me, God help me. Uh, yeah, quite the deal. Oh boy. I don't yeah. know. I think I might second guess a random fucking five gallon bucket full <laughs> of shit sitting there though i think i maybe i'll give it a sniff before i throw it on this blazing fire you would sure think that picking up a five gallon pail half full of gasoline would have quite the odor to it but maybe that's just me maybe the dude had a cold or something could have been stuffed up yeah well i think we'll uh call it an episode guys uh we did uh forget to mention 
that we do have some sponsors on this show. Oh, I didn't even notice. And I didn't I, either. <laughs> thanks for reminding me, guys. You're welcome. Uh, we well, are, you you have one a, job. You butcher it every time anyway, so it's probably well, why, better off. Yeah, why, why don't you go ahead and no, read it? No, it's not important. <laughs> I don't even, you don't even need to. I don't, I don't really care. We are, we are hosted by Ballistic Imagery. Make sure you check them out at BallisticImagery.com as well as on Facebook. You can get you some, some beautiful prints of uh, freedom and guns and all sorts of stuff. This is one on the back wall that we uh, that we had done by him, of course. Strapping young lad, just a gorgeous individual, <laughs> shooting a flamethrower. <laughs> um, you can use code LSLF21 to get 10% off everything on the website. Also, if you're needing a commercial shot or uh, product photography or anything like that, give him a shout. He can definitely help you out. Also, we're brought to you by Shyworks www.shyworks.com. Use coupon code LSLF10. That gets you 10% off everything in your cart. Laser mags, backplates, magazines, all sorts of all sorts of goodies over there. Also, we're uh, Iowa's customer preferred Cerakote applicator. So give us a shout. We can help you out. Ooh. Oh. I'm a poet and I didn't even know it. Shut the f*** up. Jesus. <laughs> all right, guys. It was a fun one. Thanks for sticking around. Uh, make sure you check with us every other Wednesday night. We'll be uh, streaming live. Ow! <laughs> I am just gonna fucking murder you, you son of a bitch! <sighs> he just shot me with an airsoft gun. I really got to throw him down the steps this time. Uh, make sure you check us check with us uh, live uh, on uh, lifeshortlivefree.com every other Wednesday night, as well as on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. We're streaming live. You can join in on the conversation. Eight thirty p.m. Central Standard Time. So uh, grab your grab your beers and join in. Also, if you enjoy if you enjoy what we're doing, you can check out the Subscribestar. Go over to Subscribestar.com and search Life Short, Live Free. Um, you can uh, contribute to the show for as little as 50 cents an episode. And, of course, we'll give you perks and, and some goodies. We're not just asking for freebies, so we'll give you give you a perks uh, for, for help us, helping us out. So, Anyways, guys, thanks for sticking around. We'll be back in two weeks. Until then, remember, Life Short, Live Free. God bless. God bless the United States of America. On the ATF. Interfere with the NFL. Whatever the fuck you want. Real food. Become a government.